Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. An Angel Smile by Janet K. Baxter Before his death, my father gave me a worn manila folder filled with yellowed copies of news clippings of Dad's family and photos of Dad's parents. On top of this folder was an anthology of beloved literary selections published in 1905, Heartthrobs. A handmade white butcher paper cover held the book together, Numerous pages fell in disarray when the book was carefully opened. On the inside cover, my father had written, This book belonged to Velma Lang. She was my grandma. Velma Gladys Warden Lang was born October 18, 1892 in Hawthorne, Wisconsin. When Velma was just a toddler, her mother committed suicide. My great-grandfather Charles had the daunting challenge of raising two small children alone, Velma and her older brother Lyle. He never remarried. To support his family, he rented boats to the summer tourist in northern Wisconsin. In the winter, he cut blocks of ice from the lake and stored these in sawdust, delivering ice to customers for their ice houses. He was a forward thinker for his time and wanted each of his children to learn a trade. Velma was trained in Eau Claire as a dressmaker. Family lore says that Velma also worked as a cook in a lumberjack business in Upper Wisconsin, and that may be where she met my grandfather, Clarence. They were married in May 1915 and moved to his family's farm in Chedock, also in Wisconsin. My grandma was 23 years old and, by yesterday's standards, perhaps, on the verge of becoming an old maid. Together, Velma and Clarence passed on German, Scandinavian, and Northern Irish heritage and work ethic to their family of six children. The farmhouse where the family lived had four bedrooms with two bedrooms upstairs, one for the three girls and one for the three boys. Grandma used to sit between the two bedrooms at night with a kerosene lamp and read a chapter from a different adventure book each evening. She also shared selections from heartthrobs, such as Abraham Lincoln's Rules for Living and M. Babcock's Inspirational Poetry. For most of her life, Grandma cooked on a wood stove. They had no electricity nor indoor running water. Water was kept heated in a reservoir attached to the stove that could then be used for bathing or washing laundry. She nursed one daughter, ill with tuberculosis, without our modern medicines. Each year the children could select a picture from the Sears catalog for new school clothes. Then Grandma would make each of them one new outfit using flour sack cloth. Being a dairy farmer in northern Wisconsin during the Depression was in itself a difficult task, and as a result, my uncles were loaned out to other farmers in exchange for their food. 
Grandpa was a harsh taskmaster and often cruel to his sons. He never owned a tractor. Most of the farming was done with large draft horses, his pride and joy. At the best of times, he could plow one acre of land per horse per day. He owned four draft horses. After my grandfather passed away, Grandma worked as a live-in housekeeper and companion for the elderly in the community. One vivid memory my cousins have is when Grandma was staying for a time at their home. One night, the girls were arguing over blankets and the imagined pencil line drawn down the middle of the shared bed. Grandma appeared at the bedroom door and told the girls to settle down. Her long white hair was down to her waist, and in her white floor-length cotton nightgown with a hall light behind her, she appeared to glow. The girls were not sure if they had seen a ghost or an angel, but they were sure quiet for the rest of that evening. My own memories of my grandmother are few. For Christmas, she would always knit slippers for my gift. My one vivid memory is watching Grandma wash her long silver-gray hair in our bathroom sink and dry it with a towel. She smiled down at me. I believe she passed away soon after that time, just ten days before my seventh birthday. My father loved to read, having inherited this from his mother. They both passed this love of books to me. But Grandma's hard life is also part of my heritage. When life becomes a challenge for my own grown daughter, I remind her that she comes from a long line of strong women and that she can handle what life puts in her path, just like my grandmother and the resilient women before her. That is the legacy that lives through me. As M. Babcock submitted in Heartthrobs, Be strong. We are not here to play, to dream, to drift. We have hard work to do and loads to lift. Shun not the struggle. Face it. Tis life's gift. Thank you, Grandma. Copyright 2022, Janet K. Baxter. Janet K. Baxter lives in Kings Mountain, North Carolina, and is a member of the Charlotte Writers Club and Scribblers, a memoir critique group. Her stories, Horse Whispering for the Average Woman, Southern Blues, A Frank Lesson, and Cappy the Boomerang Horse, appeared in Exploring, That Southern Thing, Luck and Opportunity, and Trouble, four previous anthologies published by the Personal Story Publishing Project. Her story, Your Classic Friend Frank, won second place in the 2019 nonfiction contest of the Charlotte Writers Club. Like her grandfather, Janet owns four horses. Her website is mountaingateacres.com. Gate is spelled G-A-I-T. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. 
There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.